0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Relax. A short message for grown-ups. Looking for more calming entertainment at sleep time? Subscribe to Sleep Tight Premium and get access to our complete back catalog of interruption-free bedtime stories. Guided meditations, sleep sounds, and sleep music. And special shout outs for the kids. Visit sleeptypepremium.com to begin your free trial. A link can be found in our show notes. Thank you. Our sleep story tonight is about the beaver and how he got his nice, flat tail. Before we continue with our story, let's first make sure you are cozy and comfortable. Turn off the lights, silence notifications, Find your comfortable place, your place to relax, or your favorite position in bed. Position your pillows, a teddy, or your other little comforts to make sure that everything feels as it should. Now that you are comfortable, let's take a few moments to relax. This time, let's try practicing our deep belly breaths again. Place your right hand on your belly and your left hand on your chest. Feel the rise and fall of your chest and belly. If you have a stuffed friend with you, you can even place her on your belly and watch her rise and fall with your breath. Breathe in and breathe out. like we talked about last week. Why don't you think of different things that you are grateful for during each inhale and exhale. Today, I am grateful for the rain. I might not always be happy to see it but it is so important that I am learning to be grateful for it. Breathe in and breathe out. That's great. Now keep practicing your breathing a little longer as we listen to our story. Why Paddy the beaver has a broad tail. Usually, the thing that interests us most is something that we haven't got ourselves. It is that way with Peter Rabbit Peter is not naturally envious oh my no Peter is pretty well satisfied with what he has which is quite as it should be there is only one thing with which Peter is really dissatisfied and it is only once in a while when he hasn't much of anything else to think about that he is dissatisfied with this can you guess what it is well it is his tail yes sir that is the one thing that ever really troubles peter you see Peter's tail is nothing but a funny little bunch of cotton, which doesn't look like a tail at all. The only time he ever sees it is when he is back to the smiling pool and looks over his shoulder at his reflection in the water. And then, of course, he really doesn't see his tail itself. So sometimes when Peter sees the fine tails of his neighbors, a little bit of envy creeps into his heart for just a little while. Why, even little Danny Meadow Mouse has a real tail, short as it is. And as for Happy Jack Squirrel and Reddy Fox and Bobby Raccoon and Jimmy Skunk, Everybody knows what beautiful tails they have. Once, Peter thought about it so much that Grandfather Frog noticed how sad he was and asked Peter what the trouble was. When Peter told him that it seemed to him that Old Mother Nature had not been fair in giving him such a foolish little tail when she had given others such beautiful ones, Grandfather Frog just opened his big mouth and laughed until he had to hold his sides. Why, Peter, he said, you look so sad that I thought you really had something to worry about. What would you do with a big tail if you had one? It would always be in your way. Just think, how many times Reddy Fox or Old Granny Fox have almost caught you? They certainly would have before this if you had a long tail sticking out behind for them to get hold of. I had a long tail when I was young, and I was mighty glad to get rid of it. After he heard that, Peter felt better. But he didn't lose interest in tails. And he spent a great deal of time wondering why some of his neighbors had big bushy tails and some had long, slim tails and why he himself had almost no tail at all. So, when Paddy the beaver came to live in the green forest, and made a pond there by building a wonderful dam across the laughing brook, the first thing Peter looked to see was what kind of tail Paddy has. And the first time he got a good look at it, his eyes popped almost out of his head. He just stared and stared. He hardly noticed the wonderful dam or the equally wonderful canals which Patty had made. All he could think of was that great, broad, flat, thick tail, which is so unlike any tail he had ever seen or heard of. The very next morning, he hurried over to the smiling pool to tell Grandfather Frog about it. Grandfather Frog's big googly eyes twinkled. Chug-a-rum, he said. Paddy the beaver has one of the most useful tales I know of. Would you like to know how he comes by such a strange tail? Oh, if you please, if you please, Grandfather Frog. I didn't suppose there was such a strange tale in all the world and I don't see what possible use it could be. Do tell me about it," cried Peter. Chug-a-rum. If you had used your eyes when you visited Paddy, you might have guessed by yourself how he came by it," replied Grandfather Frog gruffly. Some people never do learn to use their eyes. Peter looked a bit sheepish, but he said nothing and waited patiently. Presently, Grandfather Frog cleared his throat two or three times and began to talk. Once upon a time, long, long ago, when the world was young, Seems to me that everything wonderful happened long ago when the world was young, interrupted Peter. Grandfather Frog looked at Peter severely, and Peter quickly said, beg your pardon. After a long time, Grandfather Frog began again. Once upon a time, long, long ago, lived Mr. Beaver the great, great, ever so great grandfather of Paddy up there in the green forest. Old Mr. Beaver was one of the hardest working of all of old mother nature's big family and one of the smartest, just as Paddy is today. He always seemed happiest when he was busiest. And because he liked to be happy all the time, He tried to keep busy all the time. He was very thrifty, Mr. Beaver, not at all like some people I know. He believed in preparing today for what might happen tomorrow. And so when he had all the food he needed for the present, he stored away food for the time when it might not be so easy to get. And he believed in helping himself, Mr. Beaver, and not in leaving everything to old Mother Nature, as did most of his neighbors. That is how he first came to think of making a dam and a pond. Like his small cousin, Mr. Muskrat, Mr. Beaver was very fond of the water and felt most at home and safest there. But he found that sometimes the food which he liked best, which was the bark of certain kinds of trees, grew some distance from the water. And it was the hardest kind of work to roll and drag the logs down to the water, where he could eat the bark from them safely. Mr. Beaver thought about this a great deal. But instead of going to old mother nature and complaining, as most of his neighbors would have done in his place, he studied and studied to find some way to make the work easier. One day, he noticed that a lot of sticks had caught in the stream where he made his home, and that because the water could not work its way between them, As fast as where nothing hindered it, it made a little pool just above the sticks. That made him think harder than ever. He brought some of the logs and sticks from which he had gnawed the bark and fastened them with the others. And right away, the pool grew bigger. The more sticks he added, the bigger the pool grew. Mr. Beaver had discovered what a dam is for, and how to build it. Why, he thought, if I make a pond at the place nearest my food trees, I can carry the water to the trees instead of the trees to the water. And that will be easier and ever so much safer as well. So Mr. Beaver built a dam at just the right place while all the other little people laughed at him for working so hard. Just as he had thought it would do, the dam made the pond, and the pond grew bigger and bigger until it reached the very place where his food trees grew. Mr. Beaver built himself a big, comfortable house out in the pond, and then he went to work as hard as ever he could to cut down trees and then cut them up into the right size pieces to store away in his big food pile for the winter. Now, cutting down trees is hard work. Yes, sirree, cutting down trees is the hardest kind of hard work. Mr. Beaver had to sit up on his hind legs to do it and his legs grew very, very tired. In those days, he had a tail very much like the tail of Jerry Muskrat. It was very useful when he was swimming, but it was of no use to him at any other time. Sometimes he tried to brace himself with it when he was sitting up to cut trees and found it of no help. But he didn't complain. He just kept right on working and only stopped to rest when his legs ached so that he had to. He was working just as usual one day when old Mother Nature came along to see how he was getting on. She saw the new dam and the new pond and she asked Mr. Beaver who had made them. He told her that he had and explained why. Old Mother Nature was greatly pleased, but she didn't say so. She just passed the time of day with him and then sat down to watch him cut a tree. She saw him try to brace himself with his useless tail, and she saw him stop to rest his tired legs. That looks to me like pretty hard work, said Old Mother Nature sure it is replied mr beaver stretching first one leg and then another but things worth having are worth working for and with that he began cutting again you ought to have something to sit on said old mother nature her eyes twinkling mr beaver grinned it would be very nice he confessed But I never waste time wishing for things I haven't got and can't get. And went right on cutting. The next morning when he awoke, he had the greatest surprise of his life. He had a new tail. It was a broad and thick and flat tail. It wasn't like any tail he had ever seen or heard of. At first, he didn't know how to manage it. But when he tried to swim, he found that it was even better than his old tail for swimming. He hurried over to begin his day's work, and there he made another discovery. His new tail was just the most splendid brace. It was almost like a stool to sit on, and he could work all day long without tiring his legs. Then, Mr. Beaver was very happy, and to show how happy he was, he worked harder than ever. Later, he found that his new tail was just what he needed pat down the mud with which he covered the roof of his house why he cried I believe it is the most useful tale in all the world and then he wished with all his might that old mother nature would return so that he might thank her for it and that concluded grandfather Frog is how Mr. Beaver came by his broad tail. You see, old mother nature always helps those who help themselves. And ever since that long ago day, all beavers have had broad tails and have been the greatest workers in the world. Sleep tight.